This is Galius U. Stanford, 90.1 FM, and I'm indeed delighted today to have a uh, young lady in the studio with me who um, I have admired, whose work in Arabic cinema is standing out and is proving to be one of the most talented and most promising actresses to come out of the Arab world. I'm speaking uh, with Dina Shheber today. Dina, welcome to Arabology. Hello. Hi. And welcome to Stanford. Thank you. So this Thank is, you for having me. Yeah. Hello. Sahla, Dina. Ahlis. One of the reasons I have been just aching to speak with you on the air is you, the film, the new film, uh, Degradé. Yes. Degradé, which is this fantastic film in which you star... And I cannot believe that after watching that film, we didn't know each other. And I remember your role as the, the bride in that film and thinking, wow, what an amazing actress. And here we are a few months later, Thank we're sitting you. together yeah. at Stanford. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Dina, just to tell us a little bit about the film. You know, how did your involvement begin and maybe take us through the process of acting in such a star studded film? Yes. Yeah, so I met the directors. Um, of Degradé um, first in Dubai at the film festival and they said they were going to Jordan I was going there as well for work and that's what it really became and they told me about this film they talked about my involvement from the beginning and I watched them as they were writing and working on the film and different aspects of it so it was really nice to kind of see it from behind the scenes and wow. then... So it was a chance encounter in Dubai. It yeah. wasn't like you planned to go there to meet with the directors. No. No, no the directors are, uh, the names are... Arab and Tarazan. For which, uh, a big salutation. Salamat. <laughs> Abu Nasser, yes. Salamat. Mendina Shheber, Lihiyafi, Stanford. What was it about the degrade, uh, maybe script or film, that appealed to you so that you wanted to be involved in it? Well, I like the story. I The reason I came to Jordan from L.A., from Hollywood, was because I wanted to do work about my culture and about my people and using my language. And the fact that I was in Gaza, that's where my dad is from, that made it more appealing to me. Yeah, because we should we, we should tell our listeners that the film takes place in Gaza. Yes. Right? I mean, uh, maybe a synopsis would be, what, 13 women? Is yes. That, uh, 13 women are in this hair salon in Gaza and doing what women would normally do at a hair salon, gossip, mingle. And I think with a lot of Arabic sim- cinema, the Arabic woman is not investigated as much as uh, a character, as someone that has depth and is not just supporting the man. Right. And someone that has a voice and has things to say and yeah. has an opinion and is a strong woman and is unapologetic for it. Yeah, and, and you have 13 of those. And there's 13 right? of I them. Mean, I mean, 13 amazing <laughs> actresses, including my guest, Dina Shheber. But, um, I mean, these women, these are powerful women. Yeah. You got to work with Hiyam Abbas. Yes. I call her the Meryl Streep of Arab cinema. She's such a grand dame. She's been around for a while. How was it working with her, Dina? She's very talented. I've actually admired her work prior. And so I find out she was going to work on it. I was actually really excited. So... When, when you're on set and you're so busy filming and um, you're under constraints of time, there's not so much downtime. So there's always I wanted to sit with her longer and I wish she could stay longer. But we did have some talks and I just wanted to pick her brain about her, about her journey, about her work and about acting. 
she's so smart and so talented, and I admire the body of work that she's done in so many different languages across different parts of the world. I'm really a fan of her work. Yeah, and she's only one of, of um, you know, I guess 13 actresses, yes. including you, Dina, who, who star in this film. And uh, just to explain to, to people, we said that the film takes place in Gaza. Yes. And it uh, technically does, but in fact, it wasn't shot in uh, in Gaza no. because of the situation in Gaza. So you yeah. have to sort of recreate the... That um, was just a few months after the 2014 war oh, against wow. Gaza. Already. So it was a very tense time that put a lot of people on edge because also the directors had family that was still there and I have family that's still there. Mm. So just, you know, about a month before production, there's this war going on about the region that we're shooting on. So that changed into the script. We had mm. some more, we don't want to get too political, but we, there were some political elements in it, but that wasn't definitely the, the driving storyline. Right. Because I think maybe if there is a, a main storyline, it is women. It's, the, it? yes. it's celebrating women because these women who get caught in uh, in the chaos and have are stuck together for a long period of time within the confines of this hair salon yes. tend to interact with each other in ways that maybe out of the salon they would have never interacted. You've got different classes, different religions, that's different right. points of view. And suddenly there's this enormous dynamics that's going on between all the women. That's right. And you're kind of the, at the center because you are the bride it's who Who's there to get ready for the wedding? wedding yeah, day. Yeah. Tell yes. us, tell us, tell us. Yes, so I'm there prepping for my wedding day that evening. I have with me um, my mom, my future mother-in-law, future sister-in-law. I'm I'm really excited for my big day, but that's quickly dampened by the the chaos that we hear outside and that chaos was actually brought into the salon a little bit further into the film. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you as the bride have your joy dampened by the yes. chaos. But there's also, from what I remember, some amazing dynamics between you, your mother, and your future mother-in-law. Yes. How much of that did you sort of internalize or had to kind of, you know, get into character? Because it's not so stere it's stereotypical, but it's not uh, superficial. Right. Right. Yeah, that's a smart action analysis. So my future mother-in-law is played by Huda Al Imam, and she was great. great. And she she's more bourgeoisie <laughs> than me and my mom are. <laughs> so our family is a little bit n not as uppity as they are. We're a bit more simpler, but she's uh, you know that strong mother-in-law. She wants what she wants. She wants the best for her son. Uh, not really thrilled with me and my family, but love <laughs> beat her out on this one. So we're at our wedding day. She wants me to get my hair styled a certain way. Right. Um, my mom comes to my rescue and I refuse. So that's one of the conflicts that we have there. And, and that right there, Dina, is so symbolic, isn't it? Because, I mean, we're, we're talking maybe about a hairstyle on yes. the surface. But in fact, isn't it this, you sort of proclaiming your independence and refusing to kind of fit into the mold of what others want of you as an Arab woman? Yes, that's right. I mean, Arab women are known to be strong, but at the same time, they're also known for being submissive. Mm. And the women talk about that in the salon. There is the woman who's dealing, who's dealing with her uh, maybe out of control, angry husband, and she's acting like a submissive one. But when she's in the salon, you think that she's the boss. Right. And she runs the show. But with the bride, with me, 
I knew what I wanted and it was going to happen. And begrudgingly, she was going to agree for the sake of her son. Right. If anything. Right. And um, and so I also remember, well, then one of the characters, like, did she do some kind of drugs or something? Yes. I mean, what was that about? Can you tell us? Because that seems to me like a theme that's pretty gutsy to broach in a film. Absolutely. That we're already in a women's space, that's... almost a forbidden space for some. And we're made privy to some things like there is actually a kind of drug habit or addiction going on among this one female character or maybe a class of people. Right? Yes, yes. Um, that character is played by Manal, by Manal Awad and she's amazing as well. That does happen. There's that scene where it's akin to maybe you'd hear someone here in the suburbs mm, right. taking it to self-medicate, to to take away their pain, to take away their troubles. Now, the reason she was taking that, I think a part of it was she was going through a hard time in, in her family life. She was being abused by her husband. If right. you remember that scene where the, there were bruises that were shown on her back. So, of course, you know, as actors or as humans, we don't judge how, uh, how somebody deals with their pain. But that definitely was an eye-opener for me that mm. um, that does exist there. Yeah, I mean, frank discussions of sexuality, yes. women's sexuality yes. in particular, you know, drug addiction, perhaps yes. uh, social uh, classes and classism and el elitism going yep. on, all within the scope of this uh, fictional this, Gaza yes. uh, salon, when in fact the whole film, Dina, is filmed in one location, One right? location. Uh, was that strange for and you And one to... day. You shot the film in one day? No, it, it takes place in one <laughs> oh, day. Oh, yeah. Within Cinematically. One day. Yes, thank yes. you, because I'm like, you know, no. that must be the, the longest About day of the world. No. Yeah. Now, how, how, how long did it take to, to shoot the um, film? Almost five weeks. Five weeks. Well, that, that's still not that long for a movie with so many characters right. uh, having to interact. I can imagine how many takes it must have taken sometimes to get the dynamics right. They're very quick. They like things quick. Um, during one scene that unfortunately was cut when I was in front of the mirror, having an emotional moment I did that scene 12 times in a row wow. we had 12 takes and each time I, I was crying for each take oh. um, but that unfortunately didn't work out that scene but they're they like it quick yeah do I the mean, scene move on do you have to be on script the whole time or are or is it more of like you know whatever if you're just paraphrasing and getting into the moment uh, what kind of you know um, loyalty to the scripted were you expected to have that's a good question because I know if you're doing a Hollywood picture for example there's going to be more loyalty to the script well TV in general right. when I, I did an episode on The Mentalist and when you're doing TV for a network they want every word on that page right. that your character is supposed to say there's no room for improvising yeah. that's not how it works TV is like clockwork it's fast paced it's you know no okay. nonsense um, but I think film that is a more collaborative medium which is amazing and with them they're uh, for the most part they were open to hearing a lot of suggestions but I definitely, we definitely all stayed on track, unless whatever changes they made, we incorporated to the script or anything that they wanted. And I'm sitting with the center of that film. I'm sitting with Dina Shaver, who is uh, an Arab American actress yes. whose uh, oeuvre uh, uh, spreads way beyond this film. And when we return, I'd like to uh, take us beyond the film Degrade. Uh, to some of the other um, projects that uh, Dina has been involved in. Uh, and uh, you'll be surprised they're uh, not in Arabic necessarily. Mm -hmm. 
The African Wildlife Foundation is working to protect the wildlife and wild lands of Africa. For over 40 years, AWF has focused on conservation, education, research, and on the creation of protection programs for African elephants, gorillas, rhinos, and other animals, as well as their habitats. To find out more about AWF or to learn how you can get involved, visit their website at www.awf.org. That's www.awf.org. And we are back with the second part of my exclusive interview today with Dina Scheibar, who stars in the film Degradé, a film that has been receiving uh, critical acclaim as it plays in festivals around the world. It was actually one of the films that screened at this year's Arab Film Festival here in the Bay Area and in L.A. The star of that film, or one of the stars of that film, Dina Scheibar, is sitting with me today. We were speaking in the first part about her role in Degradé. And let me just ask her, when is Degradé going to be available uh, for you? as audiences we I saw it in the Arab Film Festival I hope soon I'm glad you got to see that I yeah. don't know when those things happen hey, so Dina maybe wajheelna heke bas salam la akhawain inshallah yalla English subtitles yalla bsura'a people are really interested right now aren't they uh, Dina in uh, women's issues and what's going on in Gaza mm-hmm. uh, was that for you you know you said you'd been to Gaza once I did uh, yes. but your background you're actually your dad is from Gaza. My dad's from Gaza. From Gaza. Yes. Oh, and your mom is from Jordan, from okay. Salt. Wow, from Salt, Masallah. And uh, not that you know religion should be uh, you know any issue here, but you also are from a Christian yes both family families. in Gaza because I think when people think Gaza, they think mostly it's a Muslim populated mm-hmm. city, but you are Gazans of Christian faith. That's right. It's, it, they are very rare. Um, they are a minority there, but um, the oldest church in Gaza is, I, th- I remember last reading, 1,600 years old. Wow. So there's always that. Um, but, yeah, you know, my family is still there. Wow. There's the, and have they seen the film? They have not. Oh, you see, we, we really need to get it to a more widely reason. Truly one of the best films you could have chosen, uh, Dina. There you did a great job, Habibti. Thank you. But that was not your first exposure to film and the media. Because right. uh, you actually have had uh, cameos and, and different experiences with different films. And start, and then and eventually the, uh, the Jordanian TV series that's currently airing on Ruya TV. Yes. Which is called Female Show. Yes. But let's begin at the beginning now. When did the acting bug hit Dina Scheiber? Since I was younger, I've always really loved uh, movies and um, and TV, and I would act out uh, productions. Um, I even recruited some neighbors to play different <laughs> roles. Uh, so I really liked performing. Even though I was shy in some ways, um, I really liked performing, even taking a dance class and you know, trying to be the star of the ballet recital, those kinds of things. So I've always really enjoyed it. So this was, you know, you said you were born in... I was born in Kuwait. In Kuwait, wow. Yeah, because my dad was working there at the time. And then you, of course, came to L.A. I came, yeah, we came to the Bay Area. To the Bay Area first. I grew up here. Um, I went to L.A. for a few years after college. And so was your uh, acting career like it began in stage and theater before film? Um, I don't remember actually a particular starting point because 
I remember just getting my degree just to have a degree. Mm. I didn't even care about college, what, really. Uh, was media was it or advertising? It, advertising, right, right? And did it just to do it. I really just wanted a degree from a college, right. and did that. Did well in school, but didn't like it. I couldn't wait to be done. Even then, after that, I was still scared. I was like, oh, should I go? No. And I, I tried to use my degree, got a job. You know, like a, when those nine to five, I'm like, I can't do this. I'm like lying to myself. I'm lying to people. I'm I'm going resentful of people and situations around me because it's not what really what I wanted to do or be. So just did that whole cliche thing, went to LA, packed my things, went there and went to a really awesome acting school. So I was there for a couple of years, auditioned, did short films, did independent films, plays. I, did, I got a really cool guest starring role on The Mentalist. That was an awesome experience. And I just had this itch to go to the Middle East. I wanted to use my language, my culture. I wanted to be closer to to my people. And that's why I decided to just go. I just up and left. Mm -hmm. And some amazing things happened there. I actually first uh, met the creator of Female in Jordan. Her name is Tima Shomali. Very talented. And I ended up joining season two as a series regular and then season three mm. and that was a really awesome experience yeah. such a popular cause, cause show there we're back to arabic now with uh with female yes that's all uh, in arabic so, uh which is on uh, jordanian tv network Ru'ya. yeah Very it popular, airs on uh, yeah yes yeah, yeah, yeah. and after the episodes air so they usually aired on rama in ramadan and after the episode airs on Ru'ya, they put it on youtube so now it's available yeah. on there. Oh, we should tell them what is it in Arabic? Fi mil katvina kilmetin ma space in between. In Arabic, in English, it was the female show. Yes, it's on Roya TV. Roya is R O Y A, and they're all available. In fact, we were treated to an episode today with the actual star uh, of the show, Dina Shaber. She showed us an episode that was ac apparently gained some notoriety for being called the couch oh, episode. Yeah. Can you can you can tell I? us what? Why is it called the Kanabai episode? <laughs> if you watch the episode, it's uh, it's uh, me and my husband on the show. We are uninvited guests uh, to the main stars of the show. Um, we're not very well liked by them, but we're harmless. We're just naive. We just want to have a good time, but <laughs> we're kind of oh, um, overstaying our welcome. To say the least. <laughs> <laughs> so we bring our, our rambunctious two-year-old, who's a little bit too much to drink with all the juices they're offering him and making a mess <laughs> and me just being careless about it. You know, I, I don't have him in, in diapers because I don't. I don't believe in that <laughs> yeah, for some yeah, reason. You're not the best mom <laughs> no. in, in, in that script, in that show. Yeah. So yeah. he ends up relieving himself on the couch, and they love this couch. Bah. So they're kind of uh, bidding farewell to this couch. Yeah, you left a permanent, uh, permanent stain. memory there. Yeah, yes. yeah. And that's only one of the episodes that's you appear episode. on. Were you on all three seasons um, uh, or were you brought in later? Yes. I, so I didn't even know that when I did season one. I joined in season two and three. Wow. I think I did about half the episodes for each of those seasons. And they're so funny. Even I watch it, and I, I still get a good laugh from mm. them. Is there? Are you going to continue? Is there a season four or anything? Inshallah, Any I don't know. It's up to Tima. Yeah. 
up to her. So yeah. we'll see. Because you, if, if there were, you would go back to Jordan. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, I'll and, go. Uh, yeah. Continue your work. So that's you know you were speaking Arabic there in that show. Yes. Uh, you speak uh, you know Arabic, this very sort of uh, Gaza accent in uh, the oh, film yeah. uh, Degradé, oh, yes. of course, uh, which I think comes naturally to you that accent. So you tend yeah, to have, have that, that beautiful colloquial accent. But otherwise, I mean, when you when you star in like American mm-hmm. media, whether it's your role on The Mentalist, whether it's some of your other TV work or some of your other work in America, um, is it hard for you to switch from like Arabic uh, Dina to American Dina? No. No, you can do any character with equal ease. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you where do you envision going next, Dina? Do you envision doing more work within American uh, media or going back to the Middle East and continuing and building on the success of Degradé in terms of uh, your career in Arabic cinema? Absolutely. I'd love to do it all. Whatever opportunity I'm given, um, I would love to do it, whether it's in English or Arabic uh, or any medium, film, theater, TV. As an actor, you just want to do good work and you want to explore different characters and you want to have fun. Right. And and boy, do you do all the above, Dina Shaver. It is a yes, pleasure, a pleasure you. to speak with you. I mean, I I love the fact that you are able to combine humor with intellect. You're com- able to to speak on so many levels about your work, and uh, that we appreciate. And we really need you, young lady. We need your voice as an Arab American actress in Western media. We definitely need that. At the same time, we need your voice as a woman within Arab uh, society Mm -hmm. so that you can help other women, so you can help people who may be going through a difficult time by showing them through satire and through who you are Mm -hmm. what is possible. Thank you so much. So uh, you're going to come back to the Arabology show and keep us updated yes, about everything. of course. And inshallah, when uh, Degradé gets released, we got to do, uh, you know, uh, a sort of a, uh, a screening. party screening yes. and party and have you come here and uh, speak to our listeners again. In the meantime, Dina, I just want to talk with you a little bit in Arabic. Because many of our listeners are listening to the show or the podcast and they're in the middle of the middle. So just a few words in the Arabic that I speak a lot. Let me أخلي لك الميكروفون وتسلمي على حبايبك وعائلتك وأحبابك واللي بيحبوا أفلامك في الوطن العربي أحلى من الكل شكرا كثير عشان تسمعونا على البرنامج مع دكتور رمزي أنا مبسوطة أنا هنا ومبسوطة أنا بمثل وبتشوفوا الأفلام وبعجبكم وإن شاء الله يعجبكم المستقبل حدا بتحطي له ميكروفون بنص وجهه بتقول له احكي عربي بنسى صح بالضبط بس يو ديد فيري ويل يانغ ليدي باي سبيكينج ذس بيرفكت ارابيك تو اور لسنرز لازم اتدرب اكثر ونحن موجودين باجي على صفك ممكن تعالي على الصف يلا اهلا وسهلا اي ثينك اي جاست ريكروتد ا نيو ارابيك ستودنت 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, it has really been a pleasure and an honor to sit here with a dynamic young lady whose uh, career is budding and who is one of the most promising actresses to come out of the Middle East of late, Dina Shaybar. Shukran. Your Facebook Shukran page is available, Dina, right? It's under Dina Shaybar. Facebook, yes, and same with Instagram. And Instagram, Dina so we Shaybar. can follow her there. You yes. have your, your, uh, your uh, public page there that we can follow. The Degrade film that we were talking about also has its own Facebook um, page. Facebook page, That's so right. we can always check that. Uh, the trailer is available online. Yes. And you will see her with curlers in her hair. Yes. Did you have to have curlers the whole film? Yes. Yeah. I even walked out with them. The scene was cut. Yeah, you have these gorgeous flowing locks today. So everybody must have worked. Dina Shaibar has been my guest. The show is Arabalji. Thank you for joining me. We'll be right back right here at KGSU Stanford. Thank you very much, Dina. 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 Thank you very much,